and welcome back to the next episode of the MDCP podcast. This is our special Halloween edition. It will go out Halloween week. Uh, joined by Sam, Ash and Catwoman today. I'm really excited. We've got a special guest on. For those of you that are listening on the audio version, you should really duck over and check out YouTube because uh, Christina has joined us pre-trick or treating with her little ones That's in right. full regalia. So not to be missed. That's a little spoiler alert to see if you... <laughs> Uh, listen to this and go and take some action and uh, follow the links. But yeah. we are here. How are you all, team? Good. Awesome. I kind of wish we had planned to all dress up as something. Oh, I know. That was a missed opportunity on all of our yeah. parts. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know. A, I didn't miss a... it. So, so now Christina in got retrospect, the memo that was never sent. What, <laughs> Ash and Lisa, what would you have come as? Well, my nickname at school was Lurch, so I probably would have done that. So, you know, it's easy yeah. for me to do that. You know, yeah. the vulture in my head, way to go. I have my chef coat in the car, and that's what I'm putting on later. So I would have put that on. There, there you go. go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Uh, Sam? How about you, Sam? I have, a, I have a bright purple steampunk jacket and vest, which I'm going to don later and go as Mayor Humdinger from Paw Patrol. So. <laughs> All, all, my, all my parents out there, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> you, you went, you're going all in. Ash hey. is like, I just got this coat in the back. I'm just going to throw that on. And uh, <laughs> Sam's got the purple velvet. Top hat to boot. Yeah. Oh. oh we need photos. Photos or it didn't happen. Mm. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, enough of that frivolity before you all get uh, sugared up on that side of the world. Halloween passed for me yesterday, but that's uh, a lot of hyper kids running around the neighbourhood last night. Um, What I thought it would be great for us to talk about today is take a slightly different tact and talk about... So when you're working as a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, an intrapreneur, I'm creating words everywhere and doing your own thing and it can be really hard to have a defined space where you work. So quite often you'll set up your laptop on the bed or you might do it at the kitchen table or in the car or, you know, go old school and grab a a jerk block at the box and, you know, bang it up. But there is a lot of power in having a defined area for scientific reasons, among other reasons, which we'll dig into. But I thought that was worth digging in is – understanding the value of that and the struggles that we may have had as a team, um, as individuals, creating that and understanding the need for that. Sometimes when it just comes up and, as we like to say in Fit Fill It, slap, you trip over the truth and you realise, oh, this is this is a step I've been missing. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was worth digging into for our audience today because I think that might be a struggle that's out there. Yeah. I know it was for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think I like, I just had this breakthrough recently um, because it's like working, working in the affiliate and then also kind of doing my own thing on the side and then having some other kind of projects that I've been working on. I constantly felt like I was playing catch up. Like I couldn't figure Mm. out what was wrong with me. Like, I'm like, okay, now I got to do this. And it's like, oh no, this call is coming up. So I have to prepare for that. Oh no, I have to do this. And like, I would always be all over the place and I would be time blocking and still just like couldn't get my crap together and I couldn't figure out why until I kind of, you know, like Lisa 
Lisa just said, like, I definitely tripped on the truth and realized, oh my gosh, like I'm just working all the frig over the place. Like I might be at a coffee shop or in my bedroom or in the living room or on the couch while the girls are watching TV. And so I like went out of my way to create a workspace for myself at my gym. Uh, you know, there's a perfectly fine office back there that almost nobody uses. And so suddenly it's like, oh, I can actually like do work here, you know? And it kind of really, it started like a good, uh, you know, just like a good system of I'm in here and it's work time, I guess. Yeah. Mm. And we, we talk a lot in affiliate about, you know, freedom of time, purpose, um, all of that sort of thing. And, you know, when you feel like and we're, we're looking to get that elusive work-life balance. So when your mm. work is your laptop and it's portable, you can take it everywhere. It's very easy to slip into doing bits and pieces. And I know, Christina, one of the things that you struggle with was that if something got cancelled or shifted around, mm -hmm. then you were just kind of chill out for that time instead of like, okay, well, here are the million other things that I need to get done mm -hmm. and not repurposing that time. And we're not saying fill your day with with minutia, but as humans as well, like we're, we're habit driven. We know this we're wired to um, it's almost like Pavlov's dog. It's like, I go to this place. So when I go to this place, this happens. Yeah. And if I know that this thing is, you know, we're all conditioned to going to work in an office. So, you know, when I go here, physiologically, hormonally, your body starts preparing for what's going to happen there. Yes. That's the adaptation it knows. When I go here, here's the things I need to be prepared. Like I'm going to eat in, you know, these increments. I, I can only pee in these increments and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. I can't just, you know, have a nap at the middle of the day. So by creating that structure of this is where I go to work, as soon as you sit down, your brain starts to, over time, starts to go, oh, I know what to do and just slots into that gear in that yeah. space, yeah. which is makes you you know, incredibly more effective and more in tune. And then also going, okay, well, if this is where I'm at work, it makes it very much easier when you go home. Now I'm home. Laptops away. I'm home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sam, I know, thoughts? I know for me, I had to take it Well, I'm insane. So let's not use me <laughs> as a, a shining beacon to hold up as an example here, but I'm insane. So... I had a hard time initially getting started on things. I'm very bad at task switching, right? And so when I switch tasks, cognitively, it costs me a lot. So time blocking was a first big fix for me. And I've, I've never had any problem like setting up a space. I'm OCD enough that like I always set up a space and like I know that office back there at Medfield. I had a monitor, a keyboard, a mouse, like I had a whole setup there and that was Wait, my- I'm gonna interrupt you, Sam. Just so we know what time blocking means for Sam, he has time blocked when he's gonna tie his shoes in the morning. Like he is <laughs> the I, I wanna say that's inaccurate, but it's really not. <laughs> like it's, you know, I'm that, like I said, I'm insane. So like- Sponsored, so not sponsored by Motion App. <laughs> right? God, I love Motion thank God. <clears throat> Which is a whole other ball game. Um, so setting up a space was never a problem. The, my problem became telling the difference between when I was doing something and when I wasn't doing something. And so like turning off. So 
it's like, I love this space and it's, it, I could be very productive, but then I would just pluck my laptop out of the dock and take it upstairs and continue to work or take my phone and go upstairs and mm. continue to work and take messages. And I still struggle with it. And getting the first problem for me was getting to a point where like, I could actually block time off. And if you're that person who's listening to this and you're like, yeah, I blocked time. Cool. Wow. I'm so happy that that was an easy transition for you because it really wasn't. And to a certain extent, it's still a, prog a process for me. But coming but I out think of it, too, though, Sam, go ahead. there are a lot of people who will say they time block, but then do huh. they stick to said time block? Like, we all time block. Right. But I feel the trick is, you know, is <laughs> sticking to said time block. I mean, just because you put an hour in, in the calendar to work out and you don't actually go and work out doesn't mean that actually happened. Yeah. But you can feel good about it because you're like, I time blocked it. Yeah, I, well, I schedule my workouts. Or the other version of it where I start like a time block a task and then I do it, but then I get to the end of that hour and I have to actually stop doing that task. Mm. Whereas like, oh no, no, like I, I, like I don't want to get let go. Like I'm, I'm crushing it. I want to keep doing this. And then no, like that's the point of a time block is you invested your hour, you move on, you do the next thing, you know? And then at the end of the day, I have to, I have to go away. Like I have to step away. I can't have notifications anyway. This is what my home screen on my phone looks like now. Like I've tried to remove as many things as possible. And sometimes I go so far as to like take my watch off so that I can leave it. And I, it's still a process. I still have like attention addiction or whatever the syndrome is, but you know, having a space at least helps me where mm. I can, I come here, I do my thing. I know I'm going to do stuff. And then when I leave, that's my break. I get to I and go someplace else. You know, there's there's a lot of tools and we can get into the tools, but yeah, definitely mm -hmm. creating that space, that defined space is a big one. And, yeah. you know, I don't want anyone to get us wrong and they think that they need to overcomplicate this and have a space. It's you can clean off a corner of your kitchen table and go, this is my chair, this is where I'm going to go to work. And when I'm not at work, that is shut. And, you know, if you're living in a, a tiny apartment or you've got a share house, you don't have the luxury, you can set up a small desk somewhere if you don't even have space in the affiliate you're at or, or whatever. But you can create a small space which you can go, as, as long as you name it your workspace and you go consistently there, then it's a space. You don't need, you know, a full elaborate show. You can just have... This is where I go to work. It could be in yes. your wardrobe. I know people who started in their walk-in row because that's the space that they could have and it was quiet and they had a door they can shut. Yep. Right. This is where I'm going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so guilty too of like, I'll decide like, okay, I'm going to make my workspace. And then like the first thing I do is go to Target and like <laughs> go shopping and for like- And wear off. Shiny right? objects. But like, yes. it's so, yeah. But like- I really like where Sam was kind of going with like the ability to, to turn it off. And like, when you started talking about time blocking, I thought about, uh, you know, that like, just as though that's an appointment that we set for somebody else, we need to look at our time blocks as appointments that we set for ourselves, Right. So it's like, sure, maybe your space is like not fancy yet, or maybe you do go by the dry erase calendar from Target because it makes you feel good. But like mm. when you're in that space and you're sitting there and you've made an appointment with yourself to do XYZ work for one hour, 
that's where like we get pulled into other directions, right? Like maybe if you're within an affiliate, a member asks you a question and then you get sidetracked with a conversation with them or, you know, a friend texts you and, you know, you get distracted by a notification on your phone. Suddenly that hour goes away. You're sitting in your space, but you haven't, you know, you haven't treated that as though it's an appointment that needs to be upheld. And I think that's something that I struggle with for sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you there, Christina. I, so I have, you know, a desk in my room at home for when I'm home doing work. Um, my biggest problem at home was the distractions that exist that I've created, meaning, oh, there's laundry. I can just throw that in in between my tasks. But what happens? I start that little laundry and then I go, oh, this trash needs to go out. Oh, the dishes. Oh, the dog. Like, I just find none of it needs to be done right now. It's not in the schedule for my work day, but am I being lazy if it's not, right? Like, so we play this own game with ourselves and that was a big one, a big realization for me. Go ahead, Sam. Has anyone seen the clip from Malcolm in the Middle where the father comes home? You know what I'm talking about. So he's he's got like one thing on his to-do list and it's defrost the chicken. And he goes to open the, the fridge door and the handle's loose. So then he goes to find a screwdriver to tighten the handle and the knob comes off of the drawer. So he goes to find a spare nut and in the garage and pulls a light, uh, a light and then realizes that the bulb is burned out. And then he's like, well, now I got to go get bulbs. And so he goes to start the car and there's an oil leak. And fast forward six hours later, the wife comes home. She's like, have you defrosted the chicken? And he's like elbow deep in this engine being <laughs> like, I'm working on it. And like that's and to both yeah. of your points, the hard part is first leg blocking yeah sure for me what is really hard is saying no Mm. i have to like that person who comes in in the affiliate who's like hey do you have a question real quick or do you have a second no i don't have a second i'm sorry Mm -hmm. i can you can shoot me an email you can shoot me a text i can get back to you but i gotta do this or um to myself well, I have all of these things that I could make progress on. I could work on this assignment. I could work on this piece of writing. I could film this video or this piece of content. No, I'm going to go do my workout. I'm going to actually do the thing for myself. I have that laundry. I know that laundry needs to get done along with 10 different other things because, you know, home life and house. No, I have to do this one thing, which is defrost the damn chicken. You know, Mm -hmm. that's really hard. It is. And I think if we can deploy and execute some of the tools, and I know that we have some internally that we use for, for clients and fit fill it, it does make that decision easier to say no. So when we talk about something like our um, CEO workflow, where it's like, here are the key activities that I have to do today, not specific tasks. Yeah. And then from there, you can time block out, okay, well, if, One of my key activities is domestic stuff. You can bang in anything in there that fits under that banner. And, you know, clients can be training, can be whatever it is that you, you know, retention. You know, if you own an an affiliate, could be programming leads, growth, anything that fits under those headings. And you go, okay, that's a key activity today. Here's what's under that activity. Where does it then fit in my day? 
And then that's when it gets to very specific time blocking is that I need this time and, and whatnot. We're not saying do more things, jam pack your day Mm-mm. and be busy, but how do I be more productive and effective? And that lets me have control. And, you know, for example, Ash, like, you know, you're working at home, having it in an easy way that, and setting boundaries that the family don't just come in and go, well, mum's home. She could make me a sandwich or she could, yeah. But it's like that communicate that expectation to everybody that this is, you know, I'm at work now. It's like I've gone to an office. I'm just here. Yeah. So I need to have this time to do that. And I, I was fortunate enough to, you know, find an office in a gym that I'm also able to use. And one of the things I found, so my kids are a bit older. Um, and after school, even if I would be home, they would still, and, you know, they knew I have calls or whatever, they would still just be like, well, can I do this? So I finally was like, you know what, when I have calls or I have things, I'm going to the gym and I'm doing it there because they don't need me. They want me. They don't need me, but, and they need to realize that too. Um, but you know, I was, you know, lucky enough to have that opportunity. Um, but I actually wanted to touch on something Christina said earlier about, um, you know, you get a, a text from a friend or, or whatever. Um, I don't know about droids, but like Apple has a phenomenal feature called work focus so that you can't even see a number on your text or your phone calls. You don't even know if you have a missed message because it doesn't disturb you. And if you're like, oh, well, what about my kid's school or this, that, you you can have exceptions to the rule. So if your kid's school calls you, that call will come through or whatever. And I think it's, I mean, it's been a phenomenal tool for me. I don't hear email dings. I don't hear texts. I don't hear calls. Um, I have learned to set that time for that stuff. Yeah. I've got about 12 different categories on mine for, you know, work podcasts, different things that need different parts of my attention that need different things shut down and just, you know, break that down. And it's been great. Just a click of a button. (laughs) And if I can figure it out, (laughs) Sam can speak to this. Anybody can figure it out because I yeah. And yeah. it's it's really like I know when I was in the affiliate, I actually went down the path of getting two phones because, mm. you know, I'd be sitting on the couch and then it would ping so I'd have a look and it could be a text from a friend or it could be a text from a member saying they're cancelling and then next minute here I am down the rabbit hole of processing a cancellation at 9pm at night being all pissed off about that yeah. when it didn't need my attention even for another week or so based on their their payment cycle I could have dealt with it in the morning and it was super hard but if I put my phone down on do not disturb then I wasn't you know hearing from friends and chatting with friends so I'm like you know what I'm getting a second phone so when I would get home that gym phone would go in a drawer and it also made it super easy for me that when I decided to go away like take a weekend off go away for a week here you go coaches here's the phone yeah and I could hand that off and not have it have to cart two phones with me while I'm away or whatever. Like, here you go. Here's the phone. And good idea. That was how, I mean, it's expensive idea. Like you'd have two phone plans, but you know, for me, it created that separation that, you know, and 
now you can have dual SIM phones, so you could turn off one SIM and da 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 da, and that's all well and good. But at that time, you couldn't. But it was like, how do I create physical separation so that I'm not getting pissed off by something I'm reading right before I go to sleep? And I'll see it in the morning instead, and that's how I start my day. But that's okay because that's my work day. So that was an extreme way to do it, but that was because I was like, I get no peace. See, and I was that's, on it all the that, time. That's the only way that makes sense to me. So I'm listening to you be like, oh, I have 12 different settings. I, and this must be the alcoholic in me speaking, I am not nuanced enough for that. I have to have one setting and it's I get notifications or I don't get notifications. And even the ones that I get notifications, I've shut off everything that isn't a direct communication. So mm. it's, it's an email, it's a text, it's a phone call. Everything else aside from like the baby monitor goes away. <laughs> Because yep. none of it, really, none of it is important. And I, and I am so distractible. I'm so easily distracted. Me that, too. And it's, the, for me, the big problem is, I, I had this discussion with my wife recently. She's like, you're working more now than you ever have. And I'm like, what? You're insane. There's no way that's the truth. But then she's like, think about it. You have a chunk of time when you know the kids are being taken care of. You work that whole time. You take calls, you do, you write things, you do work, you film things, you go, you coach. At In the evening, sometimes you pull the laptop back out after the kids have gone to bed, you do a little work there. You sometimes do this on the weekend. Mm. And like, potentially, I'm like, son of a bitch, I'm working like 40 hours a week. And it like <laughs> snuck up on me. Mm. And and when I realized that, it, it was so, I'm so easily distracted at the worst possible times. So I love the, the, the space and having the thing because I can put my, my, my work brain on and I go and I do that stuff and I feel really effective and I'm, I'm very, very happy about that. But at the end of the day, I need to be able to put like my dad brain on and pay attention to my kids. And my, I was reading this thing on the Instagram and the Instagram. God, I sound like I'm 70. Um, <laughs> right. On the, on the interwebs. I try and be cool and say the grams, but Hey, Oh, well, so I can only aspire to that level of cool. Um, <laughs> I was reading something and they were saying essentially like kids don't need quality time. They just need time. Mm. Right. And so like I might, I can justify to myself, well, I can spend, I can spend some focused quality time with my two boys or I can just shut the fucking phone off and I can go spend time with my boys. Mm. And one of those is so much harder because like, to your point, we provide a lot of tools that help this, help make this easier. Well, in my case, it doesn't make it easier. It makes it more straightforward and more easily defined. Mm. I still have to be the one to take the watch off, to put the phone away, to put it two floors away and in a bedroom because I'm so insane. And that's mm. the only way my kids and my wife get the attention they deserve. And I think too, it's really easy for us to get distracted the more uncomfortable or the harder the thing is we're working on. Mm. Like, you know, when we're banging out something we're totally cool with and it's just, there's, we're in the zone, we're in the flow, yes. it's good to go. But when we're doing something that makes us feel uncomfortable, maybe it plays on some of our limiting self-beliefs and our insecurities and da-da-da-da, like... You know, for those of us who weren't fans of making content, you run off and, oh, I've got to do this video. Like, how many other things do you create content about or scroll through first before you actually do it because you're so uncomfortable at this little piece that you 
have to do. Right. And that makes this way more distractible as well. It's, it's like, oh, I really need to run over and do this. I need to run over and do that. Like, oh, maybe if I do this, you know, everything else will get better. But, oh, the lighting's not right. The this, the that, the, 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 the. go and buy the dry erase calendar because it needs to be perfect. But we, like we do with everything, whether it's a product we're creating, um, a system, we've got to also make sure we're not letting perfect get in the way of something. Progress, yeah. Yeah. Along that note too, I think like this is just, this is worth mentioning because I, I mean, I struggle with this and I can't be alone. Um, you know, everything you guys are talking about with the, you know, setting the notifications off and all of that. If I'm working on something that I, I'm uncomfortable about, like Lisa's saying, I'm going to go in and look for notifications as a right. me, like, like, is there anybody That's out fair. there? That yeah. loves me? I have definitely, <laughs> yeah, I have definitely been guilty of that for sure. Yeah. I have the yeah. winner of all stories when it comes to that. So Please. I tried, to, I tried to be like, I, like, I'm going to be hardcore. I'm going to delete Instagram from my phone. Do you want to know how insane I am? I still pulled up and picked up my phone 120 times a day. You know what my most opened app was? It was the App Store. I would mm -hmm. endlessly refresh it looking for updates. That's how insane I was, how much I needed yep. to have something that would pop up on my phone. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I uh, I replaced when I went through a stage like that. It was like, get it all off. I don't want to get it off. Yeah. But I had a business, so I was like, okay, I'm going to put everything into a folder, uh, all those apps, and turn off their notifications and their badges. And where I used to have the Facebook app is I put my camera. The amount of times in a day without being intentional that I go, oh, fuck, just open the camera. I didn't want that. And it made me realize, no, but you were just going to go and mindlessly do this other scrolling. So it was a valuable tool for me because when you look at your usage, it says, and it's like, oh, what did I need to be distracted from that I'm now trying to open something that's no longer in that space? Um, and whilst it drove me mad, it was a good exercise in, in understanding that because, you know, once we're aware of something, if we're aware that there's a problem, then we can actually take steps to fix it and go, okay, I'm endlessly tapping this, this one icon. I'm, you know, looking for distraction. Mm -hmm. And it's not about the app or the, or whatever you're going into, but it's like, why am I wanting to be distracted right now? And what am I avoiding? Which is some, you know, I guess that's the power of, you know, I don't guess, I know, that's the power of having a coach to keep you accountable is they're going to shine the mirror and go and ask you that question because you sure as shit are not likely to ask it yourself. And you're not going to give yourself a really good answer. Oh, I'm not distracted. It's fine. I need this to research the, you know, you can justify anything that you want. So... <laughs> But having a coach to keep you accountable to go, hang on a minute, why are you being distracted? Why is this task not being done for the last two weeks? It's been on your list of things to do. Why is it um, – Christina's just frozen and she's her computer's just died and she's – that was the image we've been left with. Catwoman has left the building. Um, but it's – hopefully she can jump back in. But it's why am I being distracted right now? And understanding it was like, oh, because this makes me uncomfortable because X. Great. Now you can start to work through it. Yeah. Like, we're, I know that we're talking about tools and the million tools and strategies that you can use. But again, it's don't fill 
it with yeah. the things and the tools and the structures so you make it so rigid that you can't move yeah. and that you're waiting for it to be perfect. But these are things that you can employ strategically that will help you. So, for example, Sam, we just talked briefly, uh, made mention of Motion, AI app for your scheduling. Yes. Um, I looked at the the thing and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. And you spoke about it. So it's amazing. I got on it and went, nope. <laughs> I did it for like two days. I went, nope, this is this is not how my brain works and this doesn't work for me. So rather than persisting with something that doesn't work with me just because it's the, the coolest thing, yeah, that wasn't going to help me. I was like, I'm spending way too much time adjusting it, da-da-da. Yeah. No. For me, just blocking out time in my Google Calendar manually myself, that's what works for me. Yeah. And I go, great, this is great. I can move things around if I need and I'm not overwhelmed with, again, it became a giant distraction. But for your brain... It works really well. You're like, no, it didn't take me long to set up at all. And I'm like, didn't work for me. Yeah. But I recognize that and go, okay, but what is a tool then that does work for me in that space? Yeah. Well, and I, I think back to Stephen Covey who wrote The Seven Habits of Highly, Highly Effective People. Mm. <clears throat> and I think it was him who said, you know, you can, you can have all the apps and systems and to-dos and best practices and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like you've got to do mm. and the system can be a distraction the mm -hmm. you know and and especially where trying to remain focused is is such a huge thing for me i can obsess over the how instead of the doing right mm -hmm. and, and and it's because i'm like for you know again i'm insane i'm trying to craft this experience like i want i want the doing of the thing internally to give me the same pleasure that watching tony stark work with his computer in 3d looks like like i want to feel the way he must obviously feel when he has a beautiful system and it's you know touch sensitive and all that crap when in reality none of that has anything to do with me actually doing work and actually moving the needle uh, and motion for example the reason motion works for me is because i have to block time but i also have to do's and so i want to i mix those two in motion i have lists of things that i do and then based on my availability it's an easy thing to have the ai be like you need to do this right now and i'd be like all right cool i'll do that right and that takes like it removes one little bit of decision fatigue for me mm. i mean Speaking about the systems and the templates, you're right. Like you still need to do the doing. I remember when I first came on board with Fitfully as a client and in my coaching calls, Tony and Chuck would talk about something. I go, oh, no, I've got a template for that or I've got a system for that. And they're like, uh -huh. cool. Are you actually using it? And I went, well, no, but I've got it. And it's all, and it was all beautifully, you know, had my logo on it. It was beautifully there and it was and it was – but just never – like I had more systems than anybody that were just sitting – you know, in a, in a drive. And because I, I wasn't executing on that system, I'm like, hmm, well, maybe if you deployed half of these tools, you've got life will get a lot easier, which it did, but I'd spent so much time perfecting the thing that I just forgot to use it. <laughs> Welcome back, Christina. We missed you. I know. I don't know what happened there, but I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing. So, I mean, I think... we've all sort of, yeah, go Ash. Yeah, I just kind of want to circle back and maybe this is almost like a recap, but, you know, like you said, and we talk about it a lot is the awareness precedes action thing. 
you know, one experiment you could do with yourself that I try to do regularly is if you have an app or a distraction like laundry uh, <laughs> that tends to get you regularly, it, like, you know, choose that one thing and for a day, a week, whatever, like make a promise to yourself that before you do that thing, either open that app, go to do the laundry when you're on work time, whatever, pause and ask yourself the question, is this going to serve what I need to do today and right now? Or is this going to waste time? And like that 30 seconds of that pause, you'll probably cut yourself off and go, no, I don't need to do this now. And you'll re, you know, you might re kind of re-navigate back to what you were doing. But it sounds so simple and it's, you know, simple, yes, easy, no, because we have to hold ourselves accountable and we have to catch ourselves doing it. Um, but I think that's, you know, we talked about tools and places and how to set up, but like the bottom line is like, there's a lot of things we just need to do for ourselves, And it's like the awareness is the key element. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just having that discipline is the wrong word, but, you know, and we, you know, yeah. you, we hear the Jocko thing saying, you know, um, discipline equals freedom. It's freedom, yeah. And we know that if we get those things done, we'll have more time for the other things that we want to do. So it's getting ourselves, and, you know, you may have heard us talk about this once or twice on this podcast, is having a strong why mm. will help you get anything that you need to work through to get completed is okay i'm doing this because i'm compelled to change the world in this way or impact the world in this way and if i don't do this i'm doing the world a disservice great that's a compelling why okay well that means i need to create a workspace i need to be productive mm -hmm. if you are like for me i found that if i want to do creative work i'm more productive to go and sit in a coffee shop for a couple of hours and write mm -hmm. works for me but if I need to get stuff done that's like, you know, working through multiple systems or, or building things or whatever it happens to be, I need to have a defined office where I can shut the door. Dog's not going to bother me. I'm not going to be worrying about anything. So I could do like fine editing or, or creating. Yeah. So I know what works for me in those spaces. Me sitting on the couch with my laptop, I'm probably not going to get much done because I'm watching Netflix in the background yeah. or anything that else that happens to be on at the time. Yeah. So I know what works for me and, and what I'm, what I need to do. So it's about understanding that, but creating those spaces that let that happen and go, okay, I need to be creative right now. How do I, where am I most creative? One, oh, another thing that, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was done. Uh, and one other thing that helped me, it was working with Fitfilia. We talk about the four freedoms, right? Mm -hmm. The shift in understanding from, so freedom of time is one of our four freedoms. Freedom of time doesn't mean I don't have anything to do. Freedom of time means my time is mine to decide when and how I want to use it. I'm still productive. I still have things to do. I can still be deliberate, right? So, but like that implies that I'm in control. And the difference of motion, for example, I abdicate a little of that control because I don't want to figure out what the most important thing is. I design all the tasks. I tell the computer this is how much time I want to spend. Here, go figure out the calendar. And it does the calendar, and it's amazing, and I love it. But I get to do that. I've chosen to do that as opposed to being reactive where 
I find an hour where I'm not doing something and then have to figure out how to fill that hour. You know what I mean? Mm. It's a big difference when you start saying, I got this to do, I'm going to do it now. And it's, you know, the difference between what's that, that quote, you know, you either run the day or the day runs you. Mm. So how do you set yourself up for success mm. that, you know, the day that you can actually run your day and own your day and own your time and take ownership of what you did, but also more importantly, what you did not do. When you're working independently as an entrepreneur, you don't have a boss. So there's no one saying to you saying, hey, Ash, where's that report that you were going to write by Friday this week? Because you don't have to. And this was a hard thing I found first thing you feel. It's like, well, it don't matter if I don't do that. It doesn't matter if I don't do that thing because who knows? Like, I'll just do it next week. I'll push it out. Right. And, you know, yeah. you can fall in the trap of being like not A, holding yourself accountable, but B, it's very easy to go, I'll just push that out because who knows that I just push that out. I don't have to mm-hmm. answer anyone up the chain. Right. Yeah. But if you have those structures and those values and that why and understanding how this is getting you freedom of time, freedom of purpose, you know, that you can choose what you do when you do it. And therefore will that will give you the freedom of money so that you can earn an income and create money out of thin air mm-hmm. and you're living your why and your values. That makes it a lot easier to go, no, these are things I need to achieve this week and, and be your own boss yeah. and understand that. And if you can't be, get a coach. Yeah. Like that's, a, that's a big piece of that puzzle for sure. Um, all right. As we look to uh, put a pin in this, um, Halloween themed episode. Um, <laughs> made my day. Best episode. Um, what are your top three tips and strategies for creating a workspace that works for you? Um, Ash? Yeah. You start with me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm at the top of the screen now. It, it changes yeah. around. You're at the top now. Um, the. I, I definitely swear by the phone notification or like Sam said, put your phone away, put it in a place so that it's not going to distract you. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Phones on silent used to be the, the big thing if it's on silent. <laughs> and now it's like, that's just no one, that, that just yeah. doesn't even work anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then set up what you need at your workstation. So if you're doing computer work, let's say, like if you want coffee, water, whatever, have all the shit right there. Uh, <laughs> right. And, um, number three, I would, I mean, time, I really do believe in time blocking, um, and prioritizing because let's face it, especially if you have kids or, or family emergencies come up, you got your kids sick at school. You got to go pick them up. You can't say, I'll do that in two hours, right? Like you got to do it. So it's like, but if you come back and you missed something, okay, what's the priority? Where can I pick up? So, yeah, cool. Uh, Sam? Um, Learn to say no. Mm, Um, That's a good one. Yep. Mm. After that, it would be uh, don't confuse process for progress. And finally, when you're done working, actually be done working. Yeah, they're good ones. Um, Christina? Hmm. This is tough going last. Um, 
so many good things already. I would say, uh, number one, make sure that you do that deep dive to define what is important to get done. And, you know, like whatever one of you said, prioritizing, uh, you know, what is what is truly important uh, for you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say hmm, learning, learning yourself, right? So like discovering what are the things that do get you distracted and just kind of being ahead of those things. Um, I think that we all know, but if you do a little, again, a little introspection just to kind of figure out, uh, you know, what it is that derails you and try to get ahead of it as much as you can. Um, and I would say also just like give yourself some grace, Mm. do, do all the things right. That we've talked about. Um, but know that like, I mean, I can fully sit here and say, I still fall into the distraction and, you know, all the things that derail me all the time, but Mm. you, you know, acknowledge it except that it's normal, that it's human. Um, Don't call yourself a piece of shit or lazy or, you know, any of those things, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, move on, realize, learn from it and, uh, you know, continue on your way because you're freaking crushing it. Love it. Perfect. And I think that that's a, like there's nine bits of gold there along with everything else we've put in. My three would simply be get a coach, know your why, and do the things do what you need to do you know you know um all right guys good chats uh thank you christina for the theme we enjoyed it um again if you've um if you've all been all been uh listening to this head over to the youtube channel give us a watch you can see the faces behind the voices. That's always fun and see some of the mayhem. And today we definitely make it worth your while. But um, please give us a follow on, on the socials over on the grams, as the cool kids say, uh, at Fitfiliate. Um, otherwise, reach out. You can leave us a comment, leave us a review. Uh, let us know what you think. And if there's anything you want to hear us chat about, let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, team. Thank you. And uh, I'll see you next week. Peace out. Happy Sugar Day. (laughs) Happy Sugar Day.